Hey, welcome to Saturday with your favorite homegirl, Venus. How's that for an intro now with the name change? I'm not sure how to start this joint off. Let me know. Leave me some feedback and tell me what you think. I hope you had a great week. We did in Chicago with the Cubs winning. And we have another big week next week with the election. So, you know, let's pray and hold hands and love on each other next week and make sure that we get through it. In the meantime, I am here with a pick. I actually watched some shows this week. So I want to talk about my pick um, for you and your boo to Netflix and chill too. And also my best friend in the whole wide world, like, If you ever needed to torture somebody for (laughs) facts about Venus, this is the person you should go pick up because he knows everything about me. And uh, we're talking about shows that he's still in on. Like they're not new shows, but they have new seasons. So we're talking about uh, new old shows, I guess. Shows that we're still watching. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Kitty from the city, Brick City, North New Jersey. Uh, not trying to hurt anybody along the way of my great adventures of boys to manhood and fatherhood and the adventures of a government flunky. <laughs> Tonight we're talking about our, I won't say they're our favorite shows, but it's shows that we're still watching seasons later. Is that right? That sounds right. Yes. All right. So what are your top, how many do you got? Like top four, top five, top three? Well, I I have three main ones. And then I have like some little side ones that I want to like quick hit on because you'll probably laugh at me, but I have three main ones. Okay. And, you know, one, they they, kind of have three separate categories. Like one is it's currently on and I'm in it. One is it's, like, always on, and I don't even know what season it is, but I can watch it anytime. I'm never leaving it alone. And the third one's like, it's got, like, a week before it comes on, and I'm I'm back in. Mm. I don't know if it sounds like I got a little excited there, but. <laughs> oh. But the first one is um, American Horror Story. Oh, now, I, I, I love it. Love it. <laughs> I mean, but let me, let me preface this, I've been the Twilight Zone, X-Files fan, all that good stuff. Uh, I love B-horror movies. Love it. Love it. Now, when American Horror Story first started, I expected absolutely nothing. You know, what, what are they going to do with a thriller horror on uh, basic cable? Like, it is, I mean, it's FX. FX does some stuff, but, you know, still, what are they going to do? But um, from season one, episode one, when they had a ghost in a latex S and M suit, like I'm here. <laughs> okay. But I mean, the, the, each season—I I don't know how much you know about it or whatever—but each season is a totally different story. They use the same cast, but a totally different story. They're like um, some characters may be like the great godson of the dude that delivered pizza in the last season. You know, it's something that connects them. But each season is standalone. Now, the great thing about American Horror Story is that the stories themselves, they have this whole mythology that they create in one season for Hmm. this haunted house or this 
Asylum. And it's a standalone season with a complete history from beginning to end. And we get uh, rising action and actually get a resolution at the end. What do you call it, resolution? But you get an ending at the end of the season. It's not it's no cliffhangers. And I, I love that in the series when it's the end of the season. <laughs> I'm not sitting around waiting six months for, you know, to see if the car is going to fall off the cliff at the end, you know. So what's the thread what between the seasons? Well, the link with the season, that, that's part of the fun in watching. Um, they don't tell you outright what it is. You have to, like, listen for somebody's last name or something somebody mentioned or an event that happened that corresponded. So, you know, lightning struck over here and there was a blackout down distance and that was the blackout from the other season and blah, blah, blah. Or uh, there are seasons where uh, the, the, the villain from one season, somebody, a, a girl will have his last name 20 years later, you're like, wait a minute, that's the great-granddaughter of the guy that chopped off the leg of the girl in Germany, which actually <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's, yeah. So you got to pay attention but, uh, to the show. Like, you can't just have it on and, like, read a book. you got to <laughs> actually pay attention. Well, there are levels to it. I mean, it's not the type of show you just jump in on episode six and think you're going to just get going. It, it's mm-hmm. not going to work. But you can completely skip seasons. Each season is standalone. But if you get, you know, nerded out with it like me, then you do look for those connections within the seasons and go back and say, what was the guy's name from this season or who did this or that? So it depends on how deep you want to get into it. But uh, you can definitely jump in um, at any particular season and just watch one season and be all good. Like you said, you get – beginning, middle, and end with these seasons. Yeah. I'm looking at the cast list right now, and it seems like they've had, like, some pretty heavy hitters on here. Like, I mean, Angela Bassett, of course, Kathy Bates, Jessica Lange, Wes Bentley. I don't know well, who that is. <laughs> yeah, listen, I was completely going to skip over Wes Bentley. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Farnsworth, I know him, but I don't know Wes. But, yo, yeah, American Horror Story has straight up got me into saying, like, wow, actors actually do something. <laughs> what do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> like, they actually well, act? Yeah I, yeah, I just downplayed the whole arc of acting <laughs> right there. Sorry, every actor ever. Uh, no, because take Jessica Lange, right? She was on it. Name more than two things that Jessica Lange has ever done. I got you. Exactly. Time's up. So she's on season one, and she plays one role. She comes back in season two. In season one, she plays uh, uh, like an angry housewife whose son is, uh, spoiler alert, I don't know, uh, whose son is dead. Ain't nobody watching this but you. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that there might be somebody listening right now. (laughs) I stumbled upon this podcast, and you know what? (laughs) That guy really got me. Just ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah. He just, he bought the box set. He's about to sit down and crack it open. DVDs. Yeah, he got it just laid out in front of him. He just took a picture and put it on Instagram. I'm about to get my horror story on. So, I'm so sorry. So, anyway, first season she plays his angry mother. Second season, she plays 
uh, a nun in uh, an insane asylum who wears, like, red lingerie under her outfit mm-hmm. to try and get the Monsignor, uh, but she winds up getting locked up in the asylum. And it's two completely different characters played completely different ways, and you buy it. I'm like, wait a minute. What? Last season, she was a completely, somebody totally different. And 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 the, the great actors that are on there do that. They're, I forgot the woman that played uh, uh, Marsha Clark on OJ, the OJ Jump. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. in every season, right? Every season I'm she goes. I'm trying to find from, her name on here. Yeah, it's it, white lady actress. Look that up. <laughs> <she'll find> <laughs> but she's good. <laughs> and, and, you know, I wouldn't care. No, I don't So I wouldn't care about her in just watching one season, right? But then we come back in the next season, and she's doing something totally different, and I'm buying it. I'm like, I'm not sitting there like it's, oh, snap, it's Tom Cruise in another movie still being Tom Cruise. I'm actually getting lost. Like, okay, I'm believing this character, even though I know she did something totally different in last season. And Is that a testament to the actors or to the writers? Uh, nah, man. I, well, the writing is great, but I got to get that to an actor, Rex. Like, I couldn't do it. You can give me a say, <laughs> right? And, you know what I mean? <laughs> so... I'm gonna get at to not not taking anything with your writing. Writing is dope. Oh, and uh, um, trivia: the dude that created American Horror Story, this show about ghosts and ghouls and demons and problems and psychological mess ups, is the same dude that made Glee. What? So, yeah, it's that whole thing of like instead that thin line between genius and insanity. Like this mm-hmm. dude could sit down on Saturday and write episodes of Glee, and then Sunday, he's writing American Horror Story. Yeah, that's crazy. But then check it out. He comes back and makes Scream Queens on uh, Fox, which is basically oh. a mashup of Glee and American Horror Story. Very true. Although I couldn't watch Scream Queens because it was, like, super racist. Oh, well, I can't just me? Okay, maybe I'm too saying that because Nisi Nash is in it. No, no, no. Um, so wasn't uh, what's her name? Kiki Palmer in it? Yes. They had her like super over exaggerated black girl, and I'm just like, why yeah. is she talking like that? Yeah, I I don't know. I I have to shoot that too. Anyway, yo, back to American Horror Story. So. Uh, another big up to a show that has taken Kathy Bates and um um Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yo, so far there have been three seasons with it. Uh Kathy Bates and Angela Bassett. And I love them acting together. I mean it, it is it's been everything from like uh Kathy Bates uh basically called her alien one episode and killed her husband. Then the next season, uh, they're, they're like, helping each other out. But I'm loving the combination of Kathy Bates and, and, and oh, I forget her name again, Angela Bassett. Thank you, American Horror Story. Never saw that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm still in on that, man. This season has been uh, uh, crazy. Look, again, the, the lady that played Marsha Clark and the dude that played O.J., Cuba Gooden Jr., why are they – Husband and wife on the show. Dang. Right? 
Yeah, but, yo, I mean, this is Cuba's first season on it. I think a lot of big actors are trying to get get in on it because uh, you don't even a lot of them don't even need to do a whole season. They just do you know, six, six episodes and then I'm out. You know? But yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty popular show. It's got 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb, and it's been going since 2011. So that's kind of like hard to do, you know, to have a run that long and then have these high marks. Yeah, and they just got picked up for season seven. Oh, nice. Oh, and uh, Lady Gaga. Who the hell knew Lady Gaga? Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, she's the big name. She was nominated. I was was just looking at their awards. She was dope last season. She's back this season doing stuff. And and I'm like, I'm doing it. And and a good thing. It's still... Okay, tell me how creepy is it? Because... Like, I can watch creepy movies, but I don't know if I can watch creepy stuff every week. Well, when you say creepy, do you mean straight up, like, scary? No, I'm not like, scary, but, good? like, I don't want to get the heebie-jeebies. Oh, yeah, you're going to get See, yeah, you're gonna wanna, want to. You're going to sleep with lights on. See, no. I can't handle that. Yeah, it's, yeah. A little disturbing. Like I can't picture things like crawling and all that stuff because it takes so long for me to get it out of my brain. Like I have to imagine and, and, Care Bears to get <laughs> all the <laughs> creepiness <laughs> or Bear Bears. Well, yeah, man. So American Horror Story, and you get a double hit with that because it's currently on. And I, I, I mean, I think the other seasons are on Netflix. Pretty sure. Hmm. So okay. I mean, listen, you can watch while you're sitting through season six. You can binge seasons one through five, man. Oh, good. So oh, would you say I should start from season one, episode one? Yes. Or I can do season three, episode one? Well, there are two ways to do it, right? Uh, remember I told you they're all kind of interconnected. So season one takes place in, like, the 2000s. Season two takes place in the 40s, I think. Season three is in, like, the 20s or something like that. So you can watch it season one through three and be completely happy, all good. Or you can timeline it, and and I don't remember the order of the season, and watch the season in uh, chronological order. Either way. So do they have, like, like, you know on Reddit how they would, like, write all this stuff down for me? (laughs) Yeah. Where can I it's, find the cheat sheet? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, listen, I'm pretty sure that you Reddit. Is, I'm pretty sure there's American Horror Stories page on Reddit. But, like, websites like uh, io9.com, my little, like, I like their, their little science fiction stuff, they do the, the recaps after every episode. There's, like, a history of every, uh, of a nice recap uh, on every episode. It's, they have just the regular, here's what happened, and, X, you know, ABC. Then they have the, did you notice how the doctor's left hand made the signal of blah, blah, blah? And did you notice this? Like, all that little stuff. So you can, it, it, it's out there. After every episode? Yeah, man. The next day, they'll be right up on it like crazy. That's crazy. All right. I don't know. I'm going to give it a try. I got to try it. Because I can't be a hater, but I'm not excited. <laughs> I will say that. 
<laughs> oh, and they always have a Halloween episode. No. No. Yeah. No. And a running. No. And a cross. No. Yeah, the Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Wait, Halloween and, and can't like, do Halloween. Well, it can make it. It can make life scarier. Because, like, the running uh, theme for the show is that on Halloween, ghosts can cross over into the real world and actually be physical. What? And with this with this show, take physical how you want it. It's been done a couple different ways. But, yeah, on Halloween, ghosts can come back. And, you know, most ghosts aren't happy. So uh, <laughs> they, they do not nice things. Oh, I was told that I laughed too much on here. So I'm trying not to laugh too much. Damn. That's the kind of question. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I know. I'm too goofy. Like, that's what I do. How you going to tell somebody not to be happy? (laughs) (laughs) You're too damn happy. Talking about stuff you like. Tone that down. (laughs) She'll never talk about shows she don't watch. (laughs) Right. When is she unhappy? She's fake. (laughs) But, so yeah, I'm trying not to be overly giggly, but I'm just giggly. Whatever. I ain't mad at it, man. Anyway. So, American Horror Story. I'm going to watch an episode, and I'll report back. Maybe I'll get hooked, and then, you know, because I do like sci-fi, though. That's the thing. Like, I can watch The Strain. I can watch, uh, I guess that's the only one. Can we consider The Strain sci-fi? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it, it's a different type. I mean, I wouldn't consider American Horror Story sci-fi, though. You wouldn't? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, you know, us joint is good when the copycats come out, right? So, Sci-Fi Network has a show on. It just started, actually, the the second episode is this week, called Channel Zero, and this season is called Channel Zero Campbell Cove, and it's a straight up corporate boardroom. We need a show that is just like American Horror Story. Come up with some ideas by three o'clock. And the show that they have is, is it's American Horror Story for sci-fi. Now, I'm only one episode in, so I'm not going to kill it just yet. I mean, sci-fi, my expectations for the network that produced Sharknado isn't, like, really that high. But you know, I'm going to give it a try. But it was like it's obvious, it's obviously uh, obvious shark fight. Oh, so, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. What's the name of it? Channel Zero? Channel Zero colon Candle Cove. Like, this season is about Candle Cove. And it's based on, like, uh, the creepypasta oh. internet. What? <laughs> I'm reading the summary. An anthology oh. series telling the stories of creepypastas. Yeah, creepypasta. That's a thing? Yeah, it's, it's internet nerd stuff. It's just like uh, people write in their own urban legend horror stories. 
If I Google this, am I going to go to jail? No. No. Okay. You never know. I might get a letter from Comcast like, yo, you Googling too much. Bring it on back. <laughs> and I, that's like when my, the movie Bad Boys came out, my father was new to the Internet. So he's going to Google, uh, you know, try to find a website for the Will Smith and Martin Lawrence movie. So he Googles uh, Bad Boys video. <laughs> no. Yo. <laughs> the amount of just gay porn that popped up on my father's computer <laughs> was disturbing. I'm like, why would you keep clicking? <laughs> I didn't know how to get back. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't quite work. Your search terms are a little loose there. You got some bad boys, but not the ones you <laughs> That's like I misspelled Grubhub the other day, and I was like, oh, no. This is going to go wrong. Yeah, anything with the word, any slurp string with the word black in it can just always go bad. <laughs> yeah, really. It's things you didn't even know existed that it pops up. And I was like, no, I'm at work. Stop it. <laughs> no. Like, I know as soon as I do that, there's like a, a printout that pops up somewhere and an alarm <laughs> that goes off. The red light goes off. <laughs> okay, so what's but, the second show? Oh, no, you're telling okay. me about Channel Zero, and I got distracted by the creepypastas. Oh, no, nah, I mean, I'm done. I'm just saying, I actually, it's like a roundabout way of picking up uh, American horror stories. Like, they, they have copycats. When you get to the yeah. point where you have other networks copycatting you, you're doing something right. Yeah, that's true. Well, but, yeah, right. it's, uh, my second show. Now, this is kind of mainstreaming it, but I have reasons for it, right? And I may have to give back, like, my, my my male hood card on this, but I'm in on Scandal still. What? Yes, man. I can It's only you I'm, and Shonda left. Well. <sighs> my mom's not I, I even watching Scandal anymore. Well, then maybe it's, that's why I'm still there. The show has, to me, the spotlight of the show has kind of shifted. Okay, Kelly is about Huck? She's still the main. Yes. Really? Huck and Huck and his, well, it should be. Huck and, <laughs> um, Huck and his band of spies, like him, the girl, and the, uh, the other white guy that carries Netflix. Oh, hey, you know, uh, Netflix and shit, I just want you to know, I never remember names of characters in movies, so I'm going to basically give descriptions and nicknames. So, <laughs> Huck, Huck, Spy Girl, and, Captain Jack, spy. You feel, you feel me? Anyway, yo, they need Wait, a spin Spy Girl show. is the other gladiator. Yes. Okay. She became, <laughs> she became a killer out of boredom, basically. And the dude so, she's sleeping with is the spy guy? Which dude she's sleeping with? Yeah, the one, the, the president's boy that she's sleeping with. Her. Mm. Ex, her ex-man's best friend that she slept with and slept with both of them. Yeah, him. He's a spy. Gotcha. So, okay. those three need their own show. I'll watch the show just to see what the hell they're going to do. Huck is insane. Spy Girl is like the the uh, the, the, the one that keeps them kind of tippered 
and Jake, that's his name. And Jake is the, like, the strict man. He's the, 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 the brains of the operation. Right. I'm just looking to see, is it, every episode of their own show should be, Chuck brutally murders somebody. The girl walks in and says, oh, Huck. And then Jake <laughs> walks in and says, here's what we're going to do. And then the episode starts. Hollywood <laughs> cut my check. I just gave Shonda a free one right there. And that's why you're still watching it, to see the brutal murder scene. Well, that's one of them. Two, I'm in it for okay. uh, Papa Pope. I, I just need him to have a weekly motivational or demotivational speech every Straight week. Straight up. Yeah, word. I agree. Like, I mean, the speech he gave her, you have to work twice as hard to get half I still, like, play that in my head like a mantra. Dude, yes. I just did it, like, the other day in the car. But then, when he walked, when the, the president has him captured, he's the president's prisoner in jail, and, and Papa Pope tells him, you are a boy. You can always <laughs> be a boy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yo, that hurts. Like, you know how back in the day, your parents could just say stuff that just, Stuck with you to into your adulthood, like mm-hmm. that was one of those. It oh, you are a boy. Just the way he Fortunately, said it. Fortunately, I've only it, had one of those from my parents, but mm-hmm. I still think about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as a parent, I try to remember those things. Like there are a lot of things you say that you cannot take back. That was just ride with the kids oh, really? tonight. So. I need his his speeches up. I, I I'm just looking forward to what he says and just the the depths of just betrayal and uh in it for myself that he has. He's just a manipulative character of just unparalleled moral corruptness, and I love it. <laughs> and then. I mean, I'm in it to see how how stupid one of the smartest women on TV can get. It's like, dude, Olivia Pope, you're the smartest person I know, but you make some dumb decisions. When it comes to love, right? I, I guess. She loves the president, right? Cool. I get it broke her heart, and she still stuck around and was messing with her while he was married, this and that. But then she loved Jake. And then she loved the senator. Like, you know. I, yeah, there was a black senator that she was messing with. Oh, 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 the her old boo. Yeah. So this goes beyond love into, like, yo, your father really did mess you up as a child. She has psychological issues of abandonment and neediness. Excuse me, it's all bad for her. She's the smartest person that needs therapy. <laughs> because she and can't I, find I, a healthy relationship. And when she does, it's... It, 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 I don't even think she ever found... No, yeah, she had one healthy one with the senator, and she ran away from that. Yeah. And she's just, Maybe it, it could be her lust for drama. 
Because, I mean, her whole job is about finding drama. Like, that's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. She's a fictional character. We shouldn't psychoanalyze her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I just, she has that whole, like, I'm in charge at home, but I don't want to be in charge. No, I'm in charge at work, but when I get home, I want right. a man to, to only come around when he wants to. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in it for that. I, I love, I still love seeing Carrie Washington, like, her mouth just kind of dangling open when she's, uh. So you're into that. Because <laughs> it's like, that, I don't know whether that's her thing. She's like, like, she's like, you know what? I'm an actor, and this is my signature shit. Excuse me, I didn't mean to curse. This is my <laughs> signature thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So, her mouth just, oh, 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 <laughs> kind of dangling open. And I don't know if she's, like, not conscious of it or if she's purposely doing it. Either way, it's like, dude. And it's almost like. I love, I love how, how you're able to make the sound of her mouth. Like, the the sound of the way of her mouth looks. Like, that was so perfect. <laughs> that lips so <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, it's just disturbing. Like, she's really doing it. Does she not know? She must like doing that. She thinks that's dope. No, she's she in the mirror at home. Right, but she's not. Like, I find it disturbing. I wish she would find another way to display her emotion beyond the quivering lips. I mean, because, okay, not to be pervy or creepy, she has nice lips. So she she's working her assets, but not. Every episode. Like, come on, lady. Maybe Shonda, like, told her to do it. Give me some lip yeah, action. Like, yeah, you want these checks, don't you? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not here to stop you. <laughs> and, and, okay, scandal. Uh, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, man. It's one of those, that's weekly watching. It's not just about. And it's not just for uh, for Kenny. I'm in it for the side, folks. I don't even think I realized it still came on. Like, that's how so far removed I am from it. Well, you know what? It, it actually didn't start with, like, all the other shows. Shonda's so special. She says, yo, my shows don't start with the other garbage. My shows start, mm-hmm. like, a week before the election. Yes. And they're like, yes, Shonda. We're sorry, Shonda. <laughs> I'm here for that. And um, yeah. So that's that's scandal, man. I'm in. Okay. So what's number three? Number three is uh, uh like I told you, American Horror Story was like is the is currently on. Uh, scandal is that about to come on. The third one is where it was always on. If you're up like me. Past midnight on a regular basis, you will come across Archer. Love ah. Archer. I'm in it for Archer. It is it's the cartoon that is about you and your people sitting around when nobody's listening and y'all just going in on each other, just dissing each other and just the raunchy jokes and just it, it's just the worst. It's it's one of those you and your boys sitting around with a bottle of Hennessy and what happens when it's halfway done. It, 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 I love it. 
The joke's on the edge is nothing but... 2009. Really? 2009? And, yeah. and the animation shows, man, because they, they really improved the animation. But yeah. the jokes are still the same. Archie's going to get drunk. He's going to mess up something. There are going to be jokes about sex and drugs and uh, racist stuff, and it's going to be great. And it's always <laughs> on. Like, I can watch any episode standalone. You don't need to follow along to anything. It's any episode standalone is dope. So I, mean, I have a, a confession. What's that? I've only seen like one and a half episodes of Archer. Wait, which is weird because we've talked about Archer before. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. Must, like I know the character. Episode that you saw that was like the best episode ever to really get you to know so much about Archer. Yes, because like you said, once you like that's pretty much the show. Like you know what the show's about. That's all you need to see. Yeah, it's a show where you shut your brain off and listen to potty jokes. <laughs> That's just because what's his name? Whatever he's talking, voicing, acting, whatever, I'm in on it. H. John Benjamin. That's my man. Bob yeah. Berger. Big up. Yes. But yeah. can I say can I say one of the the the, the nerd perv things? that a lot of guys will film you on. They don't admit it. Um, the black lady, what's, what's her name on the show? Um, Aisha Tyler? Aisha Tyler. Yo, our cartoon Aisha Tyler is like, yo. She Lena goes Kane? up there with... Lana Kane? <laughs> she could be in King Magazine as a cartoon. What? Let me see. Let me see this. With this turtleneck uh, on? Yes, this is yes. This is, this is you're like yes with the turtleneck. <laughs> the turtleneck, the guns. She usually wears some lingerie up under there. She's up there with the you know Jessica Rabbit and Betty Boo. What? Oh Murphy. my god, that is cartoons that skirt there. I mean, she's part of that cartoons that can get it coalition. <laughs> but they That's do have like. Other. This whole flirty thing happening on the show, though, right? So maybe I've seen two yeah. and a half episodes. No, I, I don't feel like I've seen more than one full episode. Like I said, if you've been up past midnight ever, it's been on and you've probably stumbled onto it. Yeah, and it just kind of seeped into my brain because I feel like I know everything about this show. Yeah, there's not much to get into. I mean, and that's what's great about it. It's the show you don't think about. I don't need to remember characters or analyze the morality of what they're doing. Archie's drunk and he's making potty jokes and he's going to shoot somebody. <laughs> the end. And I, so I am in on that. Again, that's another one, man. On Netflix, you can go watch seasons upon seasons of Archie. You can waste a day just watching Archie's. This sounds like good, like, cleanup. Mm, not music, but background noise. Yeah, true. Yeah, it is. Because you could just, like, you know, type something on the computer, look up for a second, hear a joke, <laughs> and then go back to right. the computer. Yeah. It, it works. All right. It works. So we got and, uh, American Horror Story, Scandal, yeah. 
Archer. None of the shows I was expecting, but all right, I dig. And uh, you know, I want to add one on, like a uh, bonus here. This mm-hmm. is for anybody, and oh my god, so many people out here. For any parents that are trapped watching the shows that their kids have to watch, <laughs> um, it, it, you're sitting there and it's like you're just counting the time until it's bath time. But you have to watch Disney slash Nick or something. Every now and then you get caught up in a show that they're watching. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the middle of season two of Star versus the Forces of Evil. Star Love versus this. the Horses of Evil? The Horses of Evil? No, Forces. Forces of Evil. Forces. Okay. Although, <laughs> I'm like... Although, yo, the Horses of Evil would be dope, so. <laughs> I think right, I'm the Horses of Evil. Intergalactic warriors, star butterfly, arrives on Earth to live with the Diaz family. Okay, diversity. She continues to battle villains throughout the universe in high school, mainly to protect her extremely powerful wand, an object that still confuses her. Huh. It's one of those shows where the creators know parents are watching. So, Mm -hmm. like, they'll toss in little jokes while she's like, did she just say that? Like, the kids have no idea she just made, like, a, a crazy sexual innuendo. But yeah. who's sitting there like, no, she, she said that on the cartoon. I love it. So and it's under the SpongeBob Act. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then it gets, I mean, then they have some episodes that are, like, a little deeper than others. Like, wow. So Surprised the kids aren't crying right now in this one, but <laughs> I love it. I mean, of so, all the shows, I have to, I have to watch. I'll, I'll watch Star Butterfly and Marco. Yay! So it's not complete Adventure Time. No, no, no. It's it's Adventure Time light. Like they, <laughs> they get a little, they get a little weird, but not completely weird. Okay. What network is this? Um, Nick, I want to say. Uh, Yo, Nick, Disney, all of them, they just run together after a while. I think about it. Yeah, but <laughs> it's all pink and orange. Hmm. All right. I was expecting, you know, the regulars. So are you not watching New Girl anymore? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So because I'm black man, you expect me to say <laughs> power and empire and that's what you want. No, I don't even watch those shows. I think this will be the first episode where I disagree with everything. <laughs> 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 no, 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 I don't disagree. I just haven't seen these things, so you just learned me a thing or three. But I had a great time. Thank you. We have to do this again. Thanks for hey, filling me in on uh, the show you're watching. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll... I want to say, uh, everybody look out for, uh, damn, let me get my hood card with folks for this one. Netflix is remaking Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was my guilty pleasure. Like, nobody could ever know I watched Gilmore. I loved Gilmore Girls. All right, so the hood needs to be on the lookout for the reboot. Is it a reboot or? Nah, it's a continuation. Okay. The continuation of Gilmore Girls. Okay, I never watched that one either. I don't know you at all. 
Yeah. I don't know how we've been friends for 15 years. So that was my homeboy James with the shows that he's still in on. Hope you enjoyed that convo, but y'all check it. I got your picks. Well, it's just one pick tonight. You ready? You got your pen? You got your paper? Gonna write it down? All right, check it. So like I said, I actually watched a couple shows on Netflix this week. That tells you that um, what's the early fall season is winding down, so I'm actually streaming again. And I watched Glitch, which I couldn't focus on at all. Like, I think I got 10 minutes into that show. And I think it went on to the second episode and I had no clue of what was happening. Like, I just could not focus on that one at all. And then I watched Containment, which kind of caught my attention, but it's not a well-written show. So I don't want to talk about it because I hate to diss stuff. <laughs> so I'm not going to diss Containment, but um, I did watch Chewing Gum and I liked it. So we're going to talk about Chewing Gum today. Chewing Gum is new to Netflix, but it's a year old. I'm actually not sure why it has that Netflix original tag on it because, um, like I said, it's a year old and I imagine that it um, aired already, but maybe they bought it? I don't know, somebody can let me know. Anyway, it's a British comedy written by its star, Michaela Cole, and the show is founded or based on her upbringing in a Pentecostal household. And uh, she's 24 and we just get to watch her navigate being 24 and super religious and you know, trying to figure out her job and her career goals or whatever, and hanging out with her friends. We recently saw Michaela in Black Mirror. She was the airport stewardess in the episode Nosedive, uh, season three, episode one. And I mean, she's gorgeous, right? She was gorgeous then. Like she kind of, her look just commands the screen. Cause even when I was watching Chewing Gum, like half of why it was so enjoyable was because she's so attractive and just fun to look at. The show puts me in the mind of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt because both of the main characters are, I guess, a little naive and just, you know, late bloomers and trying to find their way. But I think that Michaela has um, just impeccable comedic timing and acting chops. And I was thoroughly impressed by that because we haven't had the opportunity to see black women be funny on TV. You know, we're always angry or, you know, whatever. We know the stereotypes. So it was it was dope to see a black actress um, you know, she's writing the show, she's starring in the show, and she's funny, so that was pretty cool to see. And uh, let's see, what else about Chewing Gum can I tell you? Oh yeah, it's British. So, <laughs> um, you know how the Brits love their bodily functions and they think it's funny. Uh, so be prepared to see some bodily fluids. Uh, yeah, just bear through it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is kind of gross at times, but it's all right. Like, it's not, you won't die. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, it's short. There are six episodes, I believe, six or seven. And they're about 25 minutes a piece. So it's, so it's definitely worth your time. If you're in the crib, you're in your boo, you can chill out to chewing gum. So yeah, get to Saturday.